Everybody's doing great today. It's a wonderful Thursday, Thursday morning for me. So day's progressing well. We're getting a lot of stuff done today, so that's good. We'll have Chris joining us in a moment here, and then uh, and then we can get started with uh, with the space. But I think today we're going to have a lot of time for uh, questions in the community as well as just like open time for discussion about whatever you guys want to talk about. So. Um, yeah, if you guys have any questions in mind, you know, you can just throw out the space. Obviously, as always, you can just either request to speak or you can drop them in the replies for the for the tweet for this space. And then we will try and get to those as we go. But we'll just give uh, give Chris a moment here. In the meantime, Vlad, what did you think about uh, about Delphi's release of the inscriptions protocol? That was super surprising. Like I didn't see that coming. Had no idea that they were working on that. Um, and you know, I, I think it goes to speak about the inevitability of programmability on every blockchain, right? Like if you don't have a way to write software permissionlessly on a blockchain, people will find a way. We've seen it on the Bitcoin net with ordinals, and now we're seeing it here. Um, with Adam, I think super impressive work. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out the spec for that yet, the engineering spec is pretty, pretty crafty. Um, so super impressed with what they've done. And um, yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to see if we could leverage that in any of our products, whether that be, you know, enterprise or station, because um, there's some fun stuff coming out of there. Yeah, it's I, I had no doubt in my mind that after that launch, I was like, okay, DJs are going to be in here. They're going to be minting these things like crazy. And then this thing is going to have a non-zero market cap in like a matter of, you know, a few hours. And that was exactly what happened. I went to bed and, and then they launched it like right before I was going to bed. And I woke up the next day and then it was, there was like already a ton of people talking about it on Twitter. And yeah, it kind of blew up overnight. Their first token has such a memeable name too, Roids. <laughs> That's well, you got it. Yeah, they, they they kind of yeah, they did a good job with that one. Um, okay, well, I think you know we can get started without Chris, and then if he joins, uh, you know, in a few minutes or something, that's fine. Um, but uh, welcome everybody. Welcome to all the lunatics here to another episode of Talking Terror with TFL. Uh, my name is Zion. I'm the head of communications at TFL. Uh, we also have Vlad, who's the head of apps here at TFL as well. And then hopefully we'll have Chris on, who's the CEO at TFL uh, soon. Um, and if you've been paying attention to the Terra Twitter X account recently, you've probably seen there's been a, a ton of new developments since the last Talking Terra space we did two weeks ago. 
And for those who, who may not have seen all of them, I'll just kind of rapid fire briefly go over them in a moment. And then we can give an update on warp, um, talk about a new governance proposal we've been working on, and then uh, go to Q&A and discuss anything that you guys want to. Um, and I see Chris here as well. So we'll add him up and then, and then we'll just jump into things. Yeah, before we get started, I just want to mention that I see solid in the crowds, Capapult. Um, I really like you guys' new logo. I haven't seen it before, and I think this one looks really, really cool. Yeah, that was that was actually the result of a community member. They solid had a we did a competition with them, a, a rebranding competition, and uh, yeah, they, they there was a community member that that made that new logo, and it's pretty nice. Hey, Chris. Hey, yeah. Also, like, if we're going to talk about, let's talk about Solid for a little bit because I can't believe those guys are still grinding. Um, <laughs> but they're going to be. I can't believe it because hey, if you're forged in Terra, if you're yeah. forged in Terra, you can keep building through anything, basically. Well, yeah, and and I think like the the next iteration. I'm glad they finally like the rebrand really aligns with like this new product, and I don't know. Um, obviously, it's not like a vanilla money market. It's a decentralized stablecoin protocol, but. Uh, functionally, right? It's it's going to be a place where you can deposit assets and and borrow against them to do whatever you want to go do. And uh, I think I think people are sleeping on how important they're going to be because they're like positioned right now to be really the only money market on Terra that can take advantage of all of this liquidity we're bringing in for Tier One assets. Um, not only that. Um, they could be working behind the scenes with Station on some really cool abstraction stuff that takes kind of, you know, what you're seeing is like the tip of the iceberg on Station abstraction and enterprise abstraction and apply it to money markets uh, in terms of like the cross-chain stuff. So uh, I would keep an eye on them. They're going to have a lot of interesting, um, I think I think they can jump up here and talk as well, or we can bring them up later. Um, I think they already have WBTC and WETH available. I think they're going to start whitelisting um, some other new and interesting ways for you to generate real yield um, using their protocol. So um, keep an eye on those guys, follow them if you don't follow them. I, yeah, I want to add on that, you know, Solid is also taking the approach of, um, you know, deploying a main hub of, of, of contracts and software somewhere and then leveraging IBC in the way I think IBC is meant to be leveraged um, instead of copy pasting onto different chains, which if you guys haven't been following, that's exactly what we're doing with our applications. And I really think that that's the path forward. So good job to those guys. Yeah, definitely. We can, we can bring them up later for sure and have them talk about some of the stuff they've been working on. Um, okay, cool. So why don't I just rapid fire through some of these updates? Um, there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of big updates recently within the Terra ecosystem in the last two weeks. So uh, at the top of the list, um, Station V3 launched uh, extension. If you haven't tried that out already, uh, just head to at Station Wallet on Twitter or X um, and then check the pinned tweet there and you can try out the new version of Station. If you're an existing user, you can migrate or uh, you can migrate to the new version or upgrade to the new version. And then if you're a new user, you can just download uh, there's a, a setup page actually that walks you through step by step. Um, Osmosis and Kajira integrated Station V3, um, so users can connect their Station wallets to those applications and 
uh, access those. And then coming soon is going to be V3 dashboard with Pulsar integration. And then after that, uh, station V3 mobile apps on iOS and Android. Um, TFL also became the first to support continued Cosmosm development within Cosmos by subscribing to Confio's new Cosmosm subscription. So um, if you read the Medium article you wrote on that, that was, uh, Tara has, you know, we're no stranger to FIRST um, in this area. We've supported Cosmosm development since the beginning. We're actually the first chain to uh, build using Cosmosm and also the first, TFL was the first company to uh, provide funding to Confio after the Interchain Foundation. Um, we also uh, completed phase one delegations to Terra Validator Space and the recommendations from the Terra Delegation Committee. Um, and we deployed uh, $2 million in liquidity into the Luna Astro Pool on Astroport on Terra, uh, enabling reduced price slippage and seamless swaps for Terra users. And then the enterprise team, obviously, this is big. You know, Vlad, maybe you could talk to us if you'd like to um, briefly, but they launched cross-chain staking as well as gas fee top-ups and improvements in unstaking and token claiming. Um, and then coming soon, th there's a number of new things that are coming soon to enterprise as well. Considering it's ship season, there's going to be NFT staking on all chains, Pulsar Finance dashboard and data integrations, token locking investing, rewards for active DAO governance participants, as well as the addition of new chains. And then I think yesterday we posted uh, the proposal to add Noble USDC and Axel USDC as gas fee tokens on Terra. So that's on Commonwealth. You can uh, check out the tweet that we posted uh, yesterday about that, and then it links to the proposal so you can check that out. Obviously, we can add, you know, it's the community can add, you know, other tokens as well. In the future, it'll be super easy to add them in the station. You'll just be able to basically click a drop down menu and select the token that you want to use uh, to pay a transaction fee. Um, those are kind of the rapid fire updates there. On the warp side of things, just quickly, and then we could talk about the governance proposal we've been working on. Um, V2 is going to be coming soon with new features and a new fee mechanism that should meaningfully increase the luna burn through warp job completion and execution and if you've been looking at warp you know if you've been watching this the team you know the warp contributors have been talking with a number of teams behind the scenes uh working on some really cool new DeFi use cases both on terra and elsewhere that utilize warp um but have been waiting to build those out until after v2 goes live just because then they don't have to migrate all of the jobs over from v1 to v2 um, so that's coming soon as well and then I think uh, kind of I think one of the one of the alpha points uh, for today we've been we're, you know we're going to be posting a proposal later today or tomorrow to match one million dollars in Luna from TFL with an equivalent amount of Osmo from the Osmosis Community Pool to establish a deep Luna Osmo pool on Osmosis, and so that's a really exciting new development. You can obviously join the discussion. We post that on the forum. We'll probably, you know, have it up for discussion for a few days and then, uh, you know, put it up for vote a few days after that. But right now, Osmosis has about uh, 23K in liquidity spread across, in Luna liquidity spread across two pools, Luna Osmo and Luna USDT. Um, and the combined liquidity between that is is insufficient to support like interchange swaps between Luna and other Cosmos assets. So to solve that problem and connect 
the Terra ecosystem with the wider Cosmos markets through a direct transfer route of Cosmos native assets, TFL uh, will match that Luna with the equivalent amount and establish a $2 million Luna Osmo pool. Um, and if you look historically like this, you know, the Terra and Osmos, Terra and Osmos communities have, have shared many of the same, uh, there, there's a lot of overlap there between DeFi loving community members. Um, back in the day, Osmosis was one of the largest decentralized trading venues for UST and Luna in 2021 and 2022. And recently they integrated Station V3, as I mentioned. So uh, this liquidity matching proposal will just once again bring the, both those communities together and establish Osmosis as a gateway connecting Terra with the wider Cosmos ecosystem. So we're looking forward to that uh, being posted soon. Um, Chris, is there anything you want to add to that? I think, um, yeah, I think that pretty much covers in terms of like the details of the proposal, but is there anything you wanted to add? Uh, specifically on the proposal? Yeah. Um, no, I've got some things, uh, I, can, I have some updates when you're done, but not on that proposal. Okay, yeah, we can go to those then. That was the last thing I had. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure um, I hit this before I forget. Um, just to acknowledge all of the work that the uh, Terra delegation uh, committee did uh, with regards to allocating TFL stake. Um, that was a thankless job. Um, and I, I didn't want it. And so like, I remember when we were going through the community grant process, um, someone made the recommendation that we should, you know, decentralize the decision-making on who, where that state goes. And at first I was like, well, I don't want to do that. Um, and then when I thought about like having to actually make those allocation decisions myself, I was like, actually, yeah, that's, they're actually doing us a favor. Um, because it's just going to be fraught with like challenges and hurt feelings. And there's just no perfect answer. Like no matter what you do, someone's going to be upset. Uh, but I think they did an excellent job. I think there are ways they can continue to iterate on the process. Um, and so I just want to make sure that I acknowledge them on Twitter. I want to acknowledge them verbally, um, all the great work they did on that. And I think while there was like some minor controversy, I think it's hard to kind of argue with the framework that they put together. And the fact that they debated that framework and, uh, uh, oh yeah, just debated that framework and that all the communications around like how those decisions were made were public in the Discord for anyone to watch, it was, was really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a tough, that's a tough job. So definitely shout out to the Terra, Terra Delegation Committee. Really goes to show like a good use case of decentralization too. Like all of these members were from all across the world. Um, most of them probably don't know each other in real life, right? And we still managed to pull off this pretty major decision. Yeah, absolutely. Chris, is there any other uh, update to want to share, or was that the was that the one that you wanted to to touch that, on? That was the only one I wanted to make sure we got. Um, I've got stuff I can talk about, but I think we should open it up and see if anyone has. Yeah, have their, have their own topics. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we can start with the replies here, um, and then if people have uh, if people have questions, like I said, or there's something they want to talk about, then just request to speak, and we'll bring you up. I see a, a ton of familiar faces here in the audience. So, um, but looking at the the questions here, when station mobile v three, uh, Chris, do you want to answer that? Um, soon. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a valid it's a valid question. Um, 
I think we're about a month out. Yeah. Um, any secret projects in the works? Um, Verity. I think Verity is, I've talked about it. I'm not going to clearly identify what Verity is because now I feel like we need to have a secret project based on this question. Um, but if you know, you know. Um, I think Verity has um, the potential to have um, the most direct and important impact on specifically on the Terra blockchain and like activity on the Terra blockchain. So really excited about that. Um, but that's kind of a middle of the year, second half of the year project. So we'll just continue to pretend it's secret. Yeah, I think I think also like it's worth mentioning the way we work at TFL is we constantly have new ideas, right? Like, although you might only see like a few applications, right? Like there's constantly a stream of ideas that that um, pops up from almost everybody who works here. Um, and so, you know, there, there's constantly like POCs that we're working on and just seeing if stuff works, seeing, you know, how viable things are. Um, and, you know, it's only a matter of time till, till one of those comes up into a, to an actual product release. Yeah. And you should also be careful whenever I tell you a project name and I, maybe I should be careful because you'll also see these things die. We killed, there are projects that we're like extremely bullish on. And then like one week later, we're just like, nope, it's not going to work. Um, and we have to adapt pretty quickly because our team isn't that big. So, I mean, you've seen that with Feather, for example, we spent a lot of time on Feather and then, um, you know, we sunsetted it pretty quickly and I think it's been open source now. So anyone can use it if they want. Um, and there are others as well. I think that I've, I can't remember exactly off the top of my head ones that we've said were in the works. So, you know, Verity's in the works. Um, I think the MVP is incredibly promising and we've got a proof of concept MVP. It works. I've used it. Um, it's a game changer in my opinion. And it opens up an entirely new design space for new applications in crypto. But um, yeah, it might fail, fail before we get it out. Yeah. And, and there's also projects that we've worked on nearly completed shelved about a year ago that, we might see come back up soon. Can you name one? Uh, Fountain. You want to tease it? Yeah. So, guys, if you have not seen Fountain before, um, essentially what it is is a primitive on which you can build different types of payment systems on. And it's meant to be programmable. Um, and examples of this include like custom vesting schedules, um, you know, some that like vest block by block. There's vesting schedules that you could do that vest like on a timeline um, using automations, kind of like uh, what you would see on, on, on a cron job. So maybe like once daily, once monthly. Um, you could set up like dual payment streams using it. So we've seen popular use cases like uh, token swaps between two projects that work on like a streamable basis. Um, Fountain will allow you to program the flow of your money. Um, and we're excited to see some use cases pop up with this. Um, not the least of which will be Enterprise, uh, which I expect to be one of the first projects to integrate Fountain um, into a product that we're going to call Enterprise Payments. Um, and the essence of Enterprise Payments is going to be to make it very, very simple 
um, for projects to create um, custom vesting schedules, custom payments. Um, if you want to pay like for services or pay your employees um, on certain terms, all of that will be uh, possible um, using enterprise payments, which will be built um, on Fountain. There's already you know, screenshots and probably videos out there of an already functional product. Like we've had this on the back burner for about a year now. Um, and we were just waiting for the right market conditions, some more activities, some more tokens for this to actually be useful. Um, and I think we're coming up on, you know, some pretty good conditions right now. And, and we're feeling pretty good about this. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I believe there's actually been people in the community that have played around and used Fountain um, when we had like this closed beta. So there's definitely materials out there if you guys want to dig those back up um, somewhere on Twitter. Good question. Um, I saw one earlier from Rebel. I think it was in a separate tweet, though related to the staking rewards oh yeah what um, we're gonna do with those i yeah. saw that too do you want to um, talk to that one yeah i mean if they keep delaying our trial we're just going to use it to pay for legal spend um but um yeah no i mean i think like the staking rewards i don't know they're, there's not like they're not specifically earmarked for anything other than what like the entire community grant um was 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 like it, like the second rewards fall into the same bucket of usage that the original community grant um, amount was meant for. Now, what I'd like to do is, I think you guys know um, that part of the the Luna grant tokens that we um, part of the grant was always going to go to incentives for the TFL team. Um, and primarily what I mean by that are like individual token grant incentives for the employees of TFL. So uh, their interests are aligned with, um, so their interests are aligned with, with that of the community. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, that's what I think, a, like that would be covered by a portion purely of just staking rewards. Um, so that like none of those token grants would even really dip into the main pool of assets we have. And so those would be preserved for like long-term investments. Um, but we've got other ideas as well, right? Like there's, I mean, I know that the first couple of days of staking rewards are gonna go to get Cosmos Station back into the active set so we don't lose Mint Scan. Um, Cause they accidentally got knocked out during the, um, the, the Luna delegation. Um, we're playing around with some ideas um, for um, allocating some Luna to some DAOs. Ontario and letting them kind of run with a model similar to the Liondow model, where Liondow um, got money from the community pool and agreed like they're not going to. It allowed them to kind of like do some do some interesting things that drove activity on Terra without you know spending the Luna or just taking the Luna. Um, we'd like to be able to do similar things for other DAOs that are using Enterprise. Ideally, even cross chain DAOs to kind of like show off how powerful enterprise is uh, cross chain um, and like it's kind of like a win-win right like we get people using enterprise DAO giving us feedback 
Um, we can put idle assets to work in the form of this Luna without having to go get it from the community pool. Um, and then the DAOs that use enterprise have an opportunity to like generate revenue for themselves that they get to keep. And, um, you know, like the next bull cycle, Galactics, Galactic Punks and throw big parties again, like they used to. That, that's ultimately what I'm trying to get to. Uh, so yeah, like there, there's stuff like that that we want to do. I mean, the, the options are endless. Like what we want to do is, uh, what we want to do is use it to drive um, activity and to drive adoption, but without dumping it into the market because that's not what people gave us tokens for. So, uh, what you'll yeah, probably that... see is it is it just gets stockpiled. That that being said, we're like we're actively looking at you know projects that that have major activity both on Terra and across the cosmos. Um, because you guys know enterprises cross chain by default now, so we're not only limited to to projects and memes that are are on Terra. Um, we came out with token staking, um, and and you know cross chain token actions. I would say um, on enterprise, meaning that your experience on enterprise with with any token across Cosmos, um, will feel native. So it it'll be the exact same experience that everybody else has, um, even if they originated on Terra. We're coming out with uh, the NFT version of that um, soon. I'd say within a month and a half, we should have that uh, pretty much baked and ready. Um, Arc Protocol has done some great work on um, cross-chain NFTs, which obviously is a big component of this. Like, um, You can't have cross-chain DAOs without cross-chain NFTs first. Um, and they're just finishing up their audit. Um, actually, and they're going to be running like phase tests, um, and those phase tests are set, um, you know, to finish in about a month and a half. So, uh, looking forward to that. We've already started to look into how to integrate that directly into enterprise. Working on that um, currently with the team. Um, everything's looking good. Um, the software is looking good. The audit came back very clean. Um, so, great job to Arc, and and something to look forward to for enterprise there. Yeah, there was a question, Vlad, about Enterprise, actually, uh, in the replies. When Enterprise mobile app? <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Um, I could see some merit to there being a mobile app. Um, I, I, I think most people, based on what I've seen um, through like analytics, I think most users actually use mobile. Um, and so at the very least, I think it's worth actually taking a look <clears throat> at the mobile experience. Um, sorry. <clears throat> uh, it's worth taking a look at the mobile experience um, on the web app first. Um, and then I'm curious to see what features you guys would like on a mobile app that can't be done um, on a web app. I know notifications is an obvious one, but if there's anything like super major that that, that we've we've missed or you guys really want I'm, I'm open to ideas yeah i would love to hear that as well i mean i think vlad i think it's a no-brainer to go i I've, i'm kind of embarrassed to say this i've never used enterprise on mobile so i don't even know what it would like what the experience is but we should we should really look at like the the features it doesn't make sense to try to squeeze every feature that enterprise has into the mobile experience so we should make it we should have a mobile experience that just makes it very simple to do like the the four or five things that people want to do from the mobile app. 
Yeah, exactly. Or from, at, or at from the, the uh, least, from a, from their phone. Yeah. Yeah. At, at the very least, like make, make everything look good, make everything functionally the same. I, I know that we have like mobile layouts, um, but I think it's worth digging deeper to see if there's anything we can improve on that front. Techers, you requested to speak. What's up? Hi, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. Hi. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, regarding your <clears throat> last comment about enterprise, I um, voted on a pixel line prop, uh, I think, early in the week. And the fee was almost half a lunar. So obviously that was um, quite high. And I did, um, you know, inform the guys on the Telegram. And basically, <clears throat> I think a few, the community has been complaining about it for about, I don't know, three, four, five, six months maybe. Um, but obviously when I sent my message, um, it was said obviously everyone's working on a mobile V3. So that's one thing. Um, the other thing, I think maybe to get um, more activity, I think I think Chris mentioned it in one of the one of these spaces. Uh, I can't remember the name, but the poker that we had was really good. Um, so maybe that's one way if we can get some sort of activity back on Terra. We had some gamified, you know, games that we can use our Luna on, like poker, or maybe some sort of bookie or something like that. I'm just trying to think of some stuff really. But uh, thanks for letting me speak. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, but I I do want to speak about the the fee issue that will be addressed in Station V three. Um, it you'll notice that it only happens on mobile. Um, fees on on Station Extension are set to be quite a bit lower. I think about ten times lower. Um, and Station Mobile is is still using the the uh, older fee parameters that are going to be updated in the new version. So um, hang tight. It's coming soon. All right. Thanks for coming up, sir. Um, hey, what was his second question? He asked something else, too. There was more than just the fees. Was it about trying to get something like poker back or gaming? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you mentioned, um, I forget the name. I played it myself. And, um, yeah, it was Terra Poker. Terra Poker, Terra poker yeah. yeah. They're now going to say, haven't they? So, I mean, that was really good. I was, yeah. I was playing it at least a couple of times a week. I saw guys, I've seen them play that. I think they were on it every day. So, I mean, something like that, that was, I think they probably left because they weren't getting enough activity. But I think now is the time to strike <clears throat> for something like poker. I think they, yeah, you know, I think there's definitely, like, if we think that, like, the Terra community, um, look, I think there's an opportunity to even talk to them about launching, like, some kind of outpost or reviving the version that they already launched on Terra. Um, but, yeah, you know, we're open to, we're open to bringing more games on what's happened recently is like people will come to us and say, you know, we'll launch a game if you pay us thousands of dollars a month to do it. And I've been pretty clear since the beginning, I'm not paying people. I'm here to help people launch applications. I'm here to uh, build infrastructure that's going to make launching projects easier and, and make their products better. Uh, but I'm not just going to pay people to launch on my chain, especially when those those teams don't have product market fit yet or have any kind of meaningful scale. And so uh, that's really that's really the hard part because especially now as we we I don't know are we back in a bull market? I don't know if it's official yet, but people are going to just start throwing money at projects again, and we're just ideolo ideologically um, uh, not aligned with that approach. So we'll see. Like if we can find. 
I think as long as we continue to build out our ecosystem and continue to build out our liquidity and our users and the application, I think we've kind of gotten the application layer down with um, station and enterprise and shown what like a true, uh, I don't think we've actually shown it yet. We've previewed kind of the tip of the iceberg of what like a, a, a abstracted UX UI should look like in a cross chain world. Um, I think we will be able to like pull in like-minded developers um, but it won't be easy to go find them. Um, so it'll just take some time. But yeah, I agree. Like it would be great to get a couple of good engaging games like Terra Poker uh, back on the chain. Is it not something that uh, you guys can develop or obviously you're busy with other stuff? And um... yeah, no, I mean like, no, I, I don't like just to be transparent. Like we don't have, I've worked at gaming before. I've worked at EA. I worked at Zynga. Uh, we don't have the capabilities to build okay. an engaging game. Yeah, it's like its own, it's its own art form. Um, and we, we don't, we don't have that, we don't have that, <clears throat> that experience or, nor do I think we're capable of like hiring it and getting something out in a timeline that's reasonable. Yeah, I think um, another way maybe, to, maybe uh, if you can get some sort of bookie involved, because, uh, you know, obviously we all gamblers here. So getting some sort of bookie on involved with terror that might boost activity, maybe. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't I haven't spent a lot of time on like whether those guys are doing stuff on chain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think if if you see opportunities to um well, whether it's a game or like something speculative like that that you think will be engaging for people, uh send them to uh MC over here. You can see him yeah, yeah. see him on the space. He's our he's our <clears> ecosystem <throat> guy. I think like we do have one that, that I was really excited about, which was, uh, I think it was Contro, right? That had like a betting market. Um, but I don't know, Mark, do you know what the latest is there? Does anyone who's on stage know uh, when they're supposed to launch? I don't have any insight into it. Not sure if Vlad knows. Yeah, um, it was a team that- Not sure, I, I know they have a functional product um and and i tried it out at cosmoverse and i know since then i've, I've given a bit of feedback at cosmoverse and, and they've improved their product um but i have not kept up lately with that but maybe mark could you come up and and you know talk about whether you know anything yeah i'm bringing them up we are trying to launch within q1 that's for sure well, there we go so if you guys don't know what contro is little tldr is is it's a um binary betting market um as well as i i think they also have like their own version of perps as well um at least they did when i spoke to them um and what's cool about these is betting markets can be anything you want you can create them um, based on like real life scenarios and, and they use in-house oracles to bring that data on chain. Um, and then the market kind of decides what the outcome for that is. Um, and so pretty cool concept. I got to play around with it myself. And if it's coming out Q1, then. Yeah, it was, um, I mean, you could go see it's a British market, kind of like poly market. Um, I think one of the the things that was on there was like was will Doke tweet again by the end of the year, um, and like I knew the answer to that question, but I did not participate in the prediction market. Um, but yeah, so 
be careful. Be careful on these. People, there might be people out there who have information that you don't have. Um, but uh, yeah, what's next? Is is wager money? Is that the same thing as Contro? That is Contro. Names? They did rename. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if you guys want to follow them on Twitter, it's at wager underscore protocol. Um, and then yeah, wager protocol. I guess that's what it's called. I, Contro still has their Twitter account active, so I don't know why if they rebranded. I don't know. Maybe I missed that and. Everyone else already knows that that's ha that happened. <laughs> um, okay, Rebel had another question, but I can't find the tweet, Rebel. So if you want to come up and ask the second question that you had that wasn't related to the staking awards, or if it was related, then feel free. I, I don't, I can't find it, but otherwise, I'll, in the meantime, I'll just go through here. Galactic Punks asked if NFTs will be integrated back into station. Yes. Uh, those are going to be integrated back in in Q1, I believe. Could 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 we get Ib to talk about that, Chris? He's in the he's in the chat. Sure. Ib or or Straylight on on Twitter is our designer for Station, um, and he just you know teased something internally that looks really really nice for NFTs. Actually, I haven't seen that. All right, we got we're bringing Rebel up here. How you doing, sir? Hi guys. I hey. I, I was speaking to Mark earlier actually, and we were obviously we're both not particularly super techie guys. Um, but he was explaining to me that there's out of all the chains that are supported on station, there's loads of stuff getting provided by TFL, like relayers. LCD and other stuff, um, and it was just a question about how scalable. And and the whole idea was that by TFL providing all this stuff, it just means that stations go to work, which I think is a brilliance of ethos. Um, but yeah, with with like a hundred IBC chains at the moment, and then potentially going exponential, like how scalable will this be for tfl to keep adding more and more chains to station i don't think it is like my conclusion is that cosmos infrastructure just isn't scalable um uh, nor particularly well designed um and that people don't really like as, as much as cosmosm and cosmos sdk has been really useful for allowing chains to launch and um, bootstrap and, and all of these things. Um, the infrastructure just is completely lagging behind. Um, so to me, that's a market opportunity. Um, foundation, you know, th the idea of the foundation product was to solve that market opportunity, but not in necessarily and, and also with with pulsar acquisition the pulsar data api uh, is to solve that market opportunity uh, but even i mean it's it's challenging it's a grind i mean like even the teams that are that are incredibly good at it um there are just a lot of different ways that this stuff breaks that's out of your control um 
and which is why like the the experience like you guys have seen it even even the applications that you think are built by like the best teams in crypto like you go and like the web page isn't working or a transaction's failing it's just nearly impossible to keep all of this infrastructure up at like a like to keep it at like an uptime that um that is like reasonable for a consumer app so look we're trying to solve it um we're not the only team trying to solve it there are a lot of really smart people trying to solve that problem as well um but yeah it's not scalable it's not super scalable frankly um but you just have to do it i think um with regards specifically to station um i don't expect that i think i think the way that we're going to handle that is that we're going to have kind of the equivalent of like a dev mode I don't know. I keep calling it frontier mode because that's what Osmosis did, right? Or like they had like their primary product and then they had like this frontier mode product. I can't remember like if we came up with a name for it internally um, for station, but essentially that allows people like, like we're only going to be able to like long, long term, right? Three, four years, right? And there's thousands of chains. We're only going to be able to support like the tier one experience for the best chains, right? And the chains that have the most traction. And for the other chains, you know, you can add them to station or we can even add them ourselves, but, you know, they'll be reliant on public infrastructure, public relayers, and, you know, we're not going to be able to, to maintain infrastructure for every single chain that exists. So there's a middle ground there where you can still have access to it, but you'll just, you, you'll be, there'll be like visual indication that you're kind of like leaving, leaving foundation mode. Um, for lack of a, a, a better name and going into this, you know, uh, this public infrastructure mode. Awesome. So, so just to be clear in my head then is this, is the infrastructure you're providing for Akash, for Osmosis and all the other connected chains on station now, is, is that foundation? Yeah, that's foundation. And, and so like, this is really important. We had to do that. That's the only reason and this was like a, this was so hard, right? You, you wouldn't imagine this, right? Blockchains are public databases. And so it's really easy to go look at them and see all of the transactions going back to the beginning of the time is the way you would think about it. Um, I learned the hard way whenever I took over from Doe and started getting involved in product, that's not the case. And that the vast majority of teams don't even have a full copy of their blockchain history available. And, um, so we we kind of drew a line in the sand when we launched Station V3 that we're not going live unless we can provide a full transaction history for every single chain that we support. Um, and I th I mean I think we're we're the only team that provides a full transaction provides transaction history at all outside of like one or two chains. Um, if you're using Kepler or Leap, um, I don't think they provide transaction histories, and that's just not going to work, right? Like like these more and more and, and rebel you know this with tfm right more and more the types of transactions that people are making are going to be fairly complex they're going to hop across multiple places if you go in your wallet and you do a transaction that goes through three chains but then you can't you know you go to your activity history and you you only see portions of those you only see like two out of the four transactions it's just a completely broken UX UI. And so like people hear me probably, I mean, I probably sound like a boomer constantly talking about transaction history, but it's critical. Like it's absolutely critical that like people can just see the transactions they made, especially as these transactions get more complicated. So yeah, we, we drew a line in the sand. Um, 
and we worked with the teams. Like if you want to be in station V3, you need to be able to give us, or we need to be able to run a full, I don't know what kind of node. It's like an archive node. I don't know the exact name. There's like a bunch of different types of nodes. We need to be able to run a full history of your blockchain and provide it. And so, um, yeah, so everything that's in there today um, is perfect, right? Like it, it has all of the history. Um, and by the way, like the plug for foundation as a product, right? Foundation was built for us. And then we decided to open it up to um, our ecosystem is if you build on Terra, you get to leverage foundation as well. So we can make our API endpoints available to you. Solid's taking advantage of that right now. Um, but like the entire Pulsar data API that gives you all of that transaction history and gives you the transaction groupings and all of that stuff will be available to free for the teams that build on Terra. So it's like a massive unlock. Um, it saves a ton of money, saves a ton of development time. And ultimately what it does is, and this is part of the strategy with Station and Enterprise, is kind of to like to lead the way on how a new type of application and protocol user interface should be built. Um, and then bring in like-minded teams and give them all the tools they need to build those same type, same type of applications on Terra. And that's how Terra can really stand out from the rest of the um, ecosystems in crypto. Is like when you when you're interacting with uh, an application that was built on Terra, you just you have a different look and feel. It's just better. And foundation is ultimately foundation plus like you know the integration of the Pulsar team is how we accomplish that. One last question, if that's all right. I feel a, a little bit like Robo Hog in the mic here, um, just playing Robo. But I mean, I think these questions I'm asking are pretty basic, and I think the the explanations you're providing are really clear. Um, I'm just wondering, like, is is this something you TFLs talking to other chains sort of behind the scenes? I just wonder if like more public facing information about Foundation could be beneficial because it it, it is really exciting. Yeah, we haven't really taken, I would say we're not talking to a ton of chains about it. We are talking to protocols about it. And frankly, like, it's just early. Like, we could market this more, but we're, like, implementing it in our own applications first before we take it to market. And so I've mentioned it. I mentioned it on the stage at Cosmoverse. I mentioned it um, in, you know, a number of these Twitter spaces, but we haven't done any, like, official marketing around it. And so... We've had inbound interest just based on the, these kinds of informal conversations. And for that inbound interest, we were like accommodating it. We're like looking at their requirements, figuring out how to fit it into our um, API roadmap. Um, and Solid, like what I was talking about earlier with Solid is an example of that. Like they're working with us now to figure out how to incorporate th the same view of the world that Station has, which is a foundation view of the world, which shows you, which treats Luna as one individual entity, regardless of which chain it's on. Um, um, it allows you to see kind of like your your cross chain balances of tokens at the like logical level, not at the denom level. Um, and so, yeah, we're working with protocols right now to integrate it to try to get like two or three use cases beyond enterprise that show off what we show off our vision for cross chain abstraction. Um, and then you know once you know once we've been successful, and then once we've had a couple of beta testers be successful, that's when we would really like hit the mark hit the marketing a lot harder. But I'm I'm patient on that. I still think it's I still think it's, you know, a number of months away. And part of that is even building our own infrastructure, man, it's still challenging to run it. Like we've got a great team, we've got a really smart team, even with everyone focused on it and everyone doing the best they can, we still have outages 
we still have problems. We still have relayers that go down. Um, and so that team, the team that built the infrastructure now has like an entire Q1 where they're focusing on stabilizing it and trying to make it like, okay, it's incredibly performant. Um, check that box. Um, how do we make it incredibly stable? Um, and if we check that box again, it just adds to the user experience that you're going to get when you're, you're launching on the Terra chain and you get to use, you know, the best infra on Cosmos for free. Super backend kind of nerdy development stuff, but um, it's important. And, and it, it, it directly affects, I'm sure every single person in here who has no development experience, but uses Cosmos chains on a daily basis and is wondering like why something hangs up or and never refreshes on screen or why transactions get stuck. And um, it's, it's like not bad. It has nothing to do with these app developers, right? It has nothing to do with, what Vlad's team is doing to build enterprise or the station wallet. Um, it, it has to do with like these, what they call them LCDs. And basically they're like, I don't know the best way to describe them. I'll describe them like a dumb guy would because I don't really understand this stuff too well, but they're basically just like databases that, that try to pull all of the information out of the blockchain that you're going to need in a, a format that's easier for code to read. Um, and they allow you to kind of like insert transactions into a blockchain and they're not good and they break all the time. And so you can build and test your code um, as well as you want. And if one of those things isn't working and they're always breaking down, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how well you did it, right? So um, so when you see all these issues in Cosmos, it's it's rarely the fault of like, you know, the front end team for solid or Afterport or anyone else, it's, it's almost always these, this infrastructure breakdown. Yeah. And, and a lot of the times teams are forced to choose between paying thousands or sometimes even hundreds of thousands to keep this infrastructure up and, and to run it um, or just suffer with, you know, the public LCDs and, Public LCDs just go down all the time. They're managed by open source teams, which is great for like, um, you know, simpler things. It's great to get like an entry point into the blockchain. But when you want to run an app with nearly 100% uptime, you want all of your data to always show, um, especially important for DeFi applications, right? Like if people's money is not showing, that's a massive issue, right? So it's this choice between, you know, unreliable infrastructure or you know, forking over thousands and thousands of dollars a month. Um, most teams, especially newer teams, can't do that. And so um, for them, foundation is a really, really good value add. Um, and and all you really have to do is, is build on Terra. All right, so we got uh, Rack up here. Rack FM, what's up? Hello, gentlemen. Uh, can you hear me okay, yeah? Yes. Oh, lovely. It's lovely to see so many nice faces up in the room, isn't it? So many people that we all love and uh, have close to our hearts. But uh, shout out, Tara. A few, just four quick things, actually. Uh, I'll be very, very quick. We interviewed Will Chen yesterday. My God, I was bullish after that on Tara. Uh, and then what? Top, like, <laughs> did I say that right? Like top activity in December, like <laughs> above osmosis and cosmos. Oh, my goodness gracious me. Where does this end? Uh, Third thing is, uh, this is the main thing I came up for, actually, guys, is the casino. I heard some guy earlier when he came up, was it MC, yeah, that mentioned about, you know, there was the Terra Poker you used to have. 
V4 of raccoon.bet is the contracts are pretty much already done. Just a very, very busy with like the launch tomorrow for Shark Protocol. Uh, I cannot wait for V4 because I think there's like, it's either three or four chains and they've worked very, 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 very hard on these contracts and like Terra's just so prominent in these plans. I really think when we get the casino on Terra with the new games and, oh, sorry, this cat's killing, oh, sorry. I'm outside in Bangkok, guys. Sorry if you can hear the cat. Uh, so basically, they're going to release like uh, between they're being trying to be diplomatic between two and four new games to the four that are already existing. So you're probably looking at getting a fully fledged like casino launched uh, on Terra very shortly, might. I mean, probably V4 is going to be ready by the end of the month. Sorry? Is that hey? That that's exciting. I didn't even realize that. And by the way, I need to get back to you. I could do a spaces next week. Um, so just let me know. But then, yeah, that's super exciting. So look forward to learning more about that. There's another, also, little, like, did, there's another little honeypot, Chris. There might, there might be a rebrand of a price prediction market that's launching tomorrow that if it goes very well, there's no reason it can't be rebranded and put on another chain. But that's a story for another day. You didn't hear that from me, right? Well, is that other, is that other day tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow okay. is well. Tomorrow, tomorrow it's launching on another chain, but it might be rebranded and launching on another chain very soon. If you get my drift, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Also, like whoever got attacked by was that like a bobcat in the background? Bro, is everyone, is everyone okay? Me, <laughs> bro, that mad. I live like uh, so. I don't it's know what happened. That was terrifying. Bro, my oh, neighborhood man. is full of stray cats. You know, there's about a hundred stray cats in my cul de sac. It's really scary if you haven't got a dog. <laughs> Right now. Uh, so the last okay. thing is the last there was there was quick quick things. We interviewed Will Chen yesterday. I saw the developer stuff today, blew my mind. Rack raccoon.bet. I cannot wait for it to see it on Terra. I know Finn's gonna be putting all his stake and rewards in there from his funding. And the, the the last thing is his music. So guys, we've just been able to set cross-chain accounts up now. Uh, uh sorry, interchain accounts up now with the Dow. Uh, we're going to be looking to build on Enterprise. And Finn's music is coming to Terra quicker than you guys can imagine. Track 4 is already finished. We've got to do the video first, then Track 4. He's already working on EP3. It is being dropped on Terra. Trust me, I will not veer from the fact that this EP, this next EP, is coming on Terra 100%. Let's go. Excellent. Yeah, I got to learn more about what you guys are up to. So I'll, I'll shoot you a note. Let's Let's... Do something next week. Is there a is there a Twitter account for the the project that you were talking about, the 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 betting platform? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you can look at uh, Raccoon.bet. Obviously, it's on like Quahua, Juno, and uh, Migaluchian, like uh, at the moment. But uh, if you look at the Twitter account, it'll be Raccoon Supply. Yeah. But uh, take care, guys. That's all I had to say. Just a quick four things. Like we're looking to bring some value to Terra, and I think we have to because you guys are like, like you guys are killing it. So like, if the community can't bring value, when then we don't we don't belong in crypto. So yeah, shout out Terra, and I'll step down now. Thanks, man. Nice. Stay safe out there in that cul-de-sac. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming up, man. And you guys gotta you guys gotta integrate station. I see. Uh, I'm on Raccoon.bet, but you can't uh, you can't connect your station wall. So you guys gotta get V3 on there. I'm in the Discord now. I'll drop a ticket to customer service. We'll be with you in 24 hours. Don't worry. <laughs> Fantastic. 
All right. Well, thanks for coming up. We got Vendetta up here. How are you? Hey guys. Thank you for uh, letting me speak. Um, I was wondering. I saw about the the station wallet v three um, concerning the dashboard. I, I saw that you are planning to not support that in the future, at some point. Uh, I I think I. I'm heavily against that. I think uh, the dashboard. Is wait, wait, wait. Let's just make sure. Yeah. Hey, let's just make sure we're okay, on the same okay, page okay. about yeah. that. Did you say we're not going to? Yeah, before we go into yeah, it. Because, of course. No, we're definitely going to support a dashboard. We're just integrating Pulsar's dashboard and getting rid of. So the app. We, on, I don't even on, think we have on, a dashboard. So the app is still going to exist. Because I, I th He's no, talking about the desktop. desktop. Oh, yeah. desktop. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right, yep. never mind. Yeah, that's my whole point. I think, I think many people love, love the app. Because um, they have, I think, uh, an increased feeling of security using that subconsciously, and also like uh, with with all these scammers out there, it's it, they always try to you know change something minor up in the domain name and stuff like that. That wouldn't that would prevent that, right? And the the updates are going through through I don't know Apple support or whatever. Um, or Google Chrome, I guess. So, so people would have, I think, a more safe feeling using dashboard. I don't know. Maybe you saw the the numbers better uh, usage wise, but I, I could imagine that dashboard users are quite happy with the app. Yeah. Let me. Um, yeah. Let me talk to. I mean, that feedback is good. I, I hadn't really considered it from the perspective of you know the URL stuff. Um, especially given Tara's recent history um, with URL issues. So um, let me, yeah, let us take that. So feedback, feedback noted. Um, okay, cool. I, I don't, I don't remember. I think, look, I think we were trying to limit. I mean, frankly, like, look, we launched station V2. It sucked and everyone hated us. And we were just trying to limit the number of areas that we had to fix to make it better again. You know what I mean? And so like one more place where things could be broken, where things could break and we wouldn't be able to have eyes on it. Um, you know, we, we just had to make some like, we had to make some decisions, but you know, I can take it back to the team. I don't know. It probably doesn't change anything in the can, short can term, you not have but an app it could change something in the main URL? Can you not have an app that's just running in a URL? So basically it's the same, feeding off the same, but you wouldn't have the URL issue that people. Could. I mean, it essentially it's essentially what it is. So look, it's not a look. If there's a lot of feedback like that, we need. I know I can see TFL people in here who are like their their NFT picture wants to be nodding its head along with you right now. Um, if there's a lot of feedback, like get in the Discord, get in the Telegram, and give us feedback. If you're if you're like a power user, you really love the the desktop app. I would call it desktop though, not dashboard, because dashboard means something different to us. Um, call it the desktop app, and so we'll know what you're talking about, and let us know if that's like something you really want to see. Um, and if we get enough feedback, I don't think it's a major lift to revitalize it. Um, but when we looked at the numbers, it was like really low. The usage was really low. So, um, and I, I, I thinking about an NFT section still, like uh, back in the days that was yeah, heavily used. Yeah, station it. station will have NFTs. Yeah, for sure, cross chain NFTs. Um, we have a Pulsar's already figured that out. We just need to to integrate what Pulsar's already done. One of the 500 important reasons why um, Pulsar acquisition made sense. Yeah, 100%. Thank you so much for uh, yeah, letting me speak. I'm stepping down. Sure. Yeah, thanks for coming up.
Yeah, thanks for coming up, sir. Um, so there was, there's still a, a fair amount of questions in the, um, in the replies. So we'll just try and get through a couple of these. I know we're kind of at time here, but um, we can go, we can go a couple minutes over. So one of the questions is related to enterprise adoption um, on chains outside of Terra and kind of why, why we've seen, uh, you know, why there hasn't been as much as we may have hoped for. Um, I think there's another, so I can take this one. There's, there's like a few different reasons for this. Um, and a few of them are going to be addressed very soon. So one of them is it's difficult for chains to kind of see, to understand one, like what Alliance is as a tool, because it's, there's, there's multiple facets to it. So there's obviously the facet of you can use it to form mutually beneficial relationships. Wait, Zion, Zion, just really yeah. quickly, did you say alliance adoption or enterprise? I think you said enterprise, but did you oh, mean sorry. alliance I adoption? Meant, I meant alliance, sorry. Okay, sorry. I just I wanted mean, to make I sure we were talking about the same thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, I misspoke. I misspoke. Um, yeah, so the alliance alliance as a tool, obviously, you know, it's very versatile. And so at first it can be difficult to kind of understand, you know, how, you know, like how that how, how the chains are actually supposed to utilize that. Um, that's one thing, but we're working on a uh, an explainer video that should show and explain much more simply how Alliance works and how it benefits chains that we'll be releasing hopefully in February. Um, we've been working with the video production agency to get that done. Um, it's the same company that did the How Does Terra Work video for Terra Classic, which was which was like a I think a, a really great video that explained it very simply and easily for people. And then the other thing is we're going to be uh, posting a proposal to, so, so one of the issues is um, not just understanding like how the module works, but then seeing like the value that it brings to a blockchain ecosystem. And so Terra is going to be showcasing how Alliance can be utilized even more so than we already are with whitelisting uh, LP tokens as Alliance assets. So we're going to be doing a stable swap pool between USDC and USDT as well as an Atom Luna pool with the ability to add more Cosmos token pools uh, later as well. And so that proposal will probably uh, be posted on Commonwealth next week. Um, and then it'll kind of outline like how that benefits the Terra ecosystem, why it's exciting. And also one of the key kind of benefits there is that's gonna showcase one, it'll significantly increase visibility of the Terra ecosystem, the Alliance module and, and Luna to not just the wider Cosmos ecosystem, but crypto, the crypto industry as a whole, because the yields that uh, will be provided for stable coins on Terra will be competitive with any of the yields you can get throughout crypto. Um, and so that's something to watch out for. Those are kind of the main reasons. And I think the other reason is, you know, it's a lift to like integrate like an uh you know so the alliance alliance is a cosmos sdk module and so to integrate that you, you know you have to do a chain you know like if you're an existing chain you have to do a chain upgrade to integrate it and so that may be a consideration for chains is you know like they have they want to feel comfortable with the code you know integrating that at the chain level and then utilizing it um but you know i'm i'm speaking with a number of different teams right now uh, and we should see some some news uh, soon with some new integrations and things like that. Yeah, I think these things take time. Like integrating a module into your chain is is a, a big decision. How many chains do we have integrated now, Zion? So we have uh, 
So Migaloo, Carbon, Kajira, Chihuahua, and Terra. And then I know Prism is going to be launching soon. They're going to be integrating it. And then uh, forming an alliance with Luna, as well as there's going to be a couple other chains soon as well. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, we could be a 10 soon. Um, that's not bad. Right? There are only so many chains. So um, I think like, like Zion said, I think if we demonstrate, I think when we demonstrate some of the more interesting use cases of it, uh, especially like we're going to do with um, using Alliance to incentivize liquidity on chain, um, you know, that should help people, that should help people understand it a little better as well. We'll see if they don't, hey, look, it's one more tool in our tool set. So while I want it to get adoption, if other people don't want to use it, then I'll just use it to our advantage. Um, and it's just one more thing we'll be able to do that no one else is doing. So um, either way, we're good. We have it. Yeah, there's there's a yeah. It's going to be really exciting once we get that uh, that proposal out. There's a couple other questions here from Pyro um, related to Station. If you want to take these, Chris, I think you know he's 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 searching for Alpha a bit here. So one is will Station integrate with Rune and utilize streaming swaps? I hope so someday. Um, we need to make it better on Cosmos first before we go to other places. Um, so let's get through getting the web app updated. Let's get through the mobile app updated. And then we'll probably talk a little more about uh, what next. Uh, but I definitely see, see us expanding beyond just IDC chains this year. And then there are also the other questions are related to on and off on and off ramps and then uh card integrations on station like basic uh debit cards yes. go look I, I tweeted um i retweeted um a team today harbor um that has card integrations for i think it's uk and eu only so um but we've already have an agreement with them we're going to be integrating them i think this quarter like in the next couple of months and so station to Apple Pay coming your way or Google Pay or whatever, whatever card, uh, whatever digital card you use will be happening soon. <laughs> Sound effects. Yeah. That's, that's a first for me. Didn't know that was a thing. They have, yeah, they have. <laughs> Vlad pulls us out randomly sometimes. Yeah, so, but yeah, no, we're really <laughs> excited about that. They've got a, I mean, they're being showcased. You've probably seen uh, Delphi promoting their uh, demo day. They're one of the demo day um, participants. Um, Delphi connected us with them, gosh, probably six months ago, and we've been working to get a deal done. Uh, if you know, if you know teams that are doing this in Asia, um, Africa, North America, South America, we'd love to integrate them as well. This is a regional specific integration um, and we want to integrate more. So if, if you have good teams uh, that you think uh, work with on on-ramp, off-ramp, payments, uh, send them our way. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so we got crypto enthusiasts up here. How are you? Really good guys. Uh, thanks, it's been, it's been a great space. So. Um, yeah, I, just, I had a couple of questions that kind of related to Alliance. I just wanted to quickly ask them. I've not got long, so I'll be as quick as I can. First one is I'm, I'm super bullish on the Alliance NFTs. I really love them. Something I popped in the um, <laughs> Telegram group. Um, obviously, I think the props going up to um, direct some inflation to those NFTs. Is there any way to sort of 
move that inflation through a liquid staking provider to attach to NFTs rather than just do the native Luna. Because like anything, can it, if it, it can be put to work for you why it's building on your on your NFT collected until you break it, that to me sounds really bullish. And uh, I think Terra's the first doing that. So, I, yeah, I just thought I'd put that to you. Could you describe what you mean by putting I think like, the- well, I think what, I don't think you have to do anything with that. I think like, I think the staking rewards will go to the DAO and the DAO can convert them to liquid staking, right? To liquid staking tokens. That'll be within the DAO's control because they'll control the treasury, right? <clears throat> yep. So once you get those tokens, you can do anything you want. Um, you can restake them. You could buy another token if you want. You can convert them into a liquid staking token. Um, it's up to the DAO, really. Whatever you guys vote to do with it is what happens that's super cool that's super cool and um this is the other question and my last one i promise um i heard that you're going obviously chris you said you're maybe going to osmosis and asking for matched incentives on a pool um i just wanted to put this out there up to you guys um but um Saudel passed and um the uh, uh migaloo community have got um, a quarter of the liquid supply or 20% of the liquid supply. So if you do, if you do put a prop up and you find that it's uh, maybe not going your way, then, um, you know, the Migaloo community, you know, we've got so many got sort of intertwined links with Terra. There's so many people in here that are investing in both. That could be another approach for you guys. But obviously I'm, I'm speculating in the future, but just, just like, you know, I wanted to put it across and uh, just let you guys know that, um, yeah, we we, uh, we love working with Terra and stuff. So, yeah, just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Hey, I got to jump off. Um, hey, I want to promote a couple of things out before I go um, because self-promotion, right? Um, I'm going to be on... I, was, I just did an interview with um, Camilla Russo of The Defiant. Talk about everything that happened since the DPEG and the path forward for Terra. This will be kind of like my first kind of on-screen interview about everything that's happened and where we're going with what I would consider a mainstream crypto um, outlet. And so we're really excited to get that out. That'll be coming out next week. So keep an eye out for it. Um, she's super smart, super sharp. You know, they did, uh, the Defiant did a lot of work on Terra prior to the DPEG, so she knows her stuff. Um, it was a really good interview. Um, and then I'm going on, uh, you guys will love the name of this, uh, a YouTube show called Steady Lads. Um, in 18 minutes, that will be out. Um, uh, it's, it's run by a, a few people you'll probably know. Uh, Jordy Alexander is one of them. He was a Luna critic, but like an honest, intellectually honest one back in the day. If you remember kind of like the epic, I would say it was like the main kind of debate on the future of UST between him and Jose on Bankless. Um, he was on the other side of that, but ultimately in that, in that, that debate, they kind of agreed on all the risk factors, but, um, kind of disagreed on like the probabilities of those risk factors playing out. Um, and so he and I have always kept in touch. Um, I know he had kept in touch with Doe as well, uh, despite disagreeing on, on Terra. Um, so I'm going to go on his show. Uh, yeah, today as well. So that'll probably be out in the next couple of days. Keep an eye out for that as well. Cheers guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks, Chris. Um, yeah, I think we can close it out then. Uh, appreciate everyone who came up and asked questions as well as those who 
drop some questions in the replies for this space, as well as those who are listening in or listening back in the recording through TerraSpaces. Um, we do these every two weeks, so we'll be back in another two weeks to do another one and answer any questions you guys have and talk about some of the stuff we're working on. So we will see you guys then. Until next time, see you guys later. See you guys. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these tokenomics. They probing this bear, flexing broken honest. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting honest. And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over impossible loss, it's all moss. And I'm liking the odds. Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. The cap, though the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape them under the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace. Stacked in non toxic just to get a better place. Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers Drumming the streets, yo. We got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats. And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each. Motherfuckers, fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the verbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served.